Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 130. Well, hello, this is Cloris Kylie, and you're listening to Heart Sales Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I am so super excited to have Cloris Kylie back on the show today, especially because September is dedicated to selling in your truth, to staying in your truth, to what successful people do and successful people mingle with successful people because you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And when you build those long-lasting influencer connections, these people can become your friends. So I'm so excited to have the number one international best-selling author of Beyond Influencer Marketing, Cloris Kylie, on today because she helps those service entrepreneurs to grow their business by building these long-lasting connections with influencers. And Cloris has been featured on top podcasts like Heart Cells, on YouTube channels, TV shows, and blogs. And it's really, really wonderful the interesting insights she's going to share with us today. So stay tuned. Well, I am so excited to have Cloris back on the show and we are going to dive in to the amazing topic that's going to change your business and your influence beyond influencer marketing. Welcome back. Thank you, Christine. Awesome to be here again. Yes. I love the story you shared for the last episode. We finished off with when I asked you what was the last thing you, the last, the first thing you ever sold. And you said like this little, this little stuff, which is you sold a few and you kept the rest because you loved them so much. And I just thought it's such a wonderful question to really see how somebody starts their entrepreneurial journey, right? You wanted to share that what you really loved with others. Yeah. And today you are the authority for influencer marketing, connected with amazing influencers all over the globe and teaching people how to do the same, how to be on other people's shows and blogs that help them to, to get heard, to get seen, to get their message to the masses and not just to start or keep working in a tiny field where they don't have that influence. So by, I think by working with influencers, you can become an influencer yourself. Would you say so? Oh yes, definitely. Um, because yes, you gain that social proof, but also as you start spending time with influencers, you become empowered though to reach those higher levels, right? Mm. You uh, see the possibilities for you. And then I think you're, beliefs about yourself really determine what your results are, right? You start behaving in ways that influence people in a positive way. You behave in ways that allow you to grow your business and create more impact. So you become an influencer yourself. And the more, also the more you are featured as an expert in your field, then you gain more influence, right? You become an influencer. And also something we didn't talk about is that you get to grow your own platform, because, uh, you know, when I first had that online radio show, it was a live show on Black Talk Radio. Um, yes, I had a really tiny audience, but I, I didn't have that much influence, right? I, I wasn't an influencer. But then when I started to bring the other guests and I started to be a guest on other shows and those people wanted to listen to my show, then I grew my audience 
then my platform became a more powerful way than to reach uh, the ideal audience for other people. So now um, I get letters and emails from, uh, from uh, potential guests at least two or three times a week, people who are interested to be uh, being on the show and who see me as, oh, Cloris is an influencer to connect with. Um, so that's just an example how you can grow your own platform, which you should have. You should never like let go and not have any content out there. Uh, and, you know, instead of, uh, you know, connecting with influencers. I think it's all about finding the perfect mix. You should have content marketing be part of your marketing as well as the influencer marketing. And we're not going to say that ads don't work. They play a role, but you should not depend on them entirely to share your message and to grow your business. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And what I also found is connecting with people who, well, I don't know if like-minded is the right word, but who do something that you admire, that you look up to, that you find valuable, it's another fun piece in your business than just crafting the perfect ad and yeah. feeding Facebook money, <laughs> even though it, it works. I think there's, you know, it's about connection. And it's, for me, business is always creating the lifestyle you desire. Having a business you love with hard sales, I love connections. Right. That was also motivation to, to create the podcast, to deliver free value, to show people what's out there in the market. And how can they take their business to the next level, feeling great about the sales process? So let me ask you, how does influencer marketing go together with selling better or more? Well, I would say there are influencer marketing helps you sell just because you gain influence, right? You become an authority in your field. You're connected with ideal audiences, who you wouldn't have a chance to connect with if you just did ads, you know, or just plain PR, right? Uh, you have somebody who in introduces you to their audience. Uh, so just because of that, you already have that so social proof to position your message. I think the more you're featured in front of people's audiences, you can refine your message, which is part of the sales process. So then you know exactly what the challenges you're trying to solve for your ideal audience are. You know exactly what messaging you have to have. You know what, how to say it in their words, uh, what resonates with them the most, and what solutions you can create for them. Uh, so I think the more you're featured, the more you learn about your audience and the better solutions you can create so then you can sell better. Uh, so I think it's, it's, it just kind of all comes together for you to, to be able to deliver value to more people. And then at the same time, I want you to consider the whole process to connect with influencers as a sales process itself, right? Like we were talking about that a little bit offline that, you know, when re you reach out to an influencer, you have to find the best messaging for them. You have to think about the objections they might have to connect with you and address those objections, right? So the, the sales mentality is always there uh, when you're sharing your message in front of their audience, when you're connecting with them the first time, and then when you're reaching out to uh, those ideal clients that have been introduced to you by the influencers. Yeah, I love that. And you know, the more you are connected, the easier it will be because when you do a great job and you deliver the value, 
the influencer is most likely to recommend you not only to their tribe, but also to other influencers for certain projects or product launches or whatever you're working on because they see that you come from that place of giving and serving and then they are willing to support you. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I've, I've been introduced to so many influencers uh, by my first uh, you know, circle of, of influencers that I created. And uh, of course, when somebody introduces you, that's the easiest way to start a connection. Yeah. But don't feel like you have to have those connections to get started, though. Uh, as long as you have value to offer to those first influencers you really resonate with, you can do it. Like, for example, when I first published my article on Tiny Buddha, that first article, I had never had a guest post anywhere, okay, zero. All I was doing was writing my own articles. But I, I realized, you know, this is exactly what they want to do I have on the blog? This is the, the needs of their audience. Uh, this is something they haven't covered before, uh, but it's a topic that I think will be popular. So I really studied, okay, what can I do to, to really deliver tons of value to the readers? Uh, so I created the article, sent it uh, to them, they accepted it. And from there, I didn't just let go and say, oh, that was nice. Okay, move on. I just started to create a relationship with the owner of the blog. Lori Deschen. Uh, so because we became friends, then later on when I would send posts or articles that were not that good, she would get back to me and say, Cloris, you know, this is nice, but it's really not perfect for the blog. Try to change the introduction, add another step, do this, do that. Like she really took the time to actually coach me through the writing process so I could get my articles published. And if she hadn't cared about me, she would have never done that, right? I, yeah. But I took the time to really support her on the blog. Uh, so that's why I had so many articles published there, which made a huge difference. Uh, so, you know, if it's, it's just a matter of delivering that first piece of value. And once you're noticed, then you deliver more and more value until you see that the person really wants to help you because it's natural, right? We all want to help those who help us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so important. We all want to help those that help us. And that works in every direction, right? That's true for your clients. Once they love you and you help them, they will refer you. And the same where you help and they love you, they will refer you. So it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful cycle. And I think that's also the way that business can be done and that, you know, business should be done this way not in, you know, being the pushy, slimy salesperson, taking somebody's money and run, but really being genuine, being true to your values and connecting with those people that you support, right? Because I remember I tried to connect with one influencer where, you know, I liked what they did, but somehow my gut feeling wasn't really aligned. So it was more like a strategic thing and it totally didn't work out. <laughs> and first I was upset, like, oh, I was rejected. But then I thought, well, Christine, you know what? You were not really totally honest. It was more strategic mm. um, decision that you shouldn't have taken anyway. So right. good for the person to reject you because they probably felt that it wasn't 100% aligned. So would you say that is really important that you are in alignment? Yes. And that you 
go into the relationship with the desire to help. I mean, I know it's, it's naturally in human that we want to get results and we're going to get them fast, right? So yeah. we see an influencer, oh, you know, if, if they uh, promote my book, if they promote my program, whatever, uh, that'll change my business. So I'm just going to go and get that ha happen. And uh, you go into the relationship with that mentality and they will see right through it. I mean, the influencers are approached every day by people who just want to take advantage of them, really, you know, and um, they can see it immediately. Even if you don't say it, like, it, it just shows through your, uh, the words that you choose, through your actions, you know, people see it. Uh, so if instead you say, okay, I really resonate with this influencer, I'm going to just help them just because I want to, right? I want to help them grow their business. I want other people to learn about their message. Uh, and you start with that, then it's different. Then they see, oh, wow, this person really is a supporter. Uh, like, for example, one of the influencers I first had on my show, she's uh, probably the top LinkedIn expert in Canada, right? Um, she was well-known there, here in the U.S. as well. Um, so I love her blog. I, I still share her blog as, as often as I can. So every time she posted an article, I would be sharing it on social media, LinkedIn particularly, which is, you know, her uh, platform. And I would tag her. So she was like, oh, thank you, Cloris. Thank you, Cloris. Thank you, Cloris, every single week. Uh, so when I said, Melanie, would you like to be on my show? It, it didn't take more than 15 minutes. And I had a message back. Yes, of course. And she told me that, you know, I'm so busy, I don't give interviews anymore. But because it came from you, I just had to say yes. Mm. And I did it not because I wanted Melanie to be on my show at the time. I just thought her articles were amazing. And I just wanted to connect with her and share her message with the world. So that's, if you remember, it's all about the mentality. It's the go-giver mentality, really. Uh, you had Bob Berg on your show. Uh, he's one of, one of the, the people I admire the most. Uh, because of that message though, be yeah. a go-giver, you know, give value first. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what we both have in common. We both <laughs> so admire Bob Burke for all his amazing work he, he does in the world. And he has, he definitely has or the book, The Go-Giver together in co-creation with John David Mann. <laughs> so easy to forget, to forget to give him credit as well, but it's that's a, right. Bob always makes sure that John is included in the mention. So I want to be really mindful of including both. That book really has changed how I, I saw sales. It made a huge difference in my life. And yeah, reaching out to Bob, I really had to put in the time and the effort to, you know, reach out with the intention to connect and to let him know what the book has changed my life. But out of that connection, so many wonderful things evolved and I think it's it's the same for you that when you see Bob and his work he is the go-giver right? right is that person and bringing that message to the world is so important so I I love your message because it connects all these wonderful people and I think like having that as an inspiration even though people might think that they're listening yeah but who am I right they have bestsellers they have sold hundreds of thousands of copies of their books. They've been on stages with the biggest name, like who am I? I just want to point out that they started somewhere. They didn't start at the top, right? We all start at the bottom. 
So can you share some practical steps for people within the last minutes to help them with their business? Yeah, well, the first thing I would say is don't do this as something that you do whenever you have time or whenever you think about it, right? Because then it becomes one of those things you never do, right? You know how it is. So you really have to to support, to to uh, expand your network and nurture your network as a deliberate effort. You know, as, it really has to be part of what you do as a business owner. Do you have to spend hours a day? Not really. I mean, right now I would say I spend probably a couple hours a week um, nurturing my network, expanding my network, uh, supporting people. Uh, if I have a special project with somebody, I would spend more time. Let's say that I have an interview, then I spend more time, of course, a summit, you know, a promotion, uh, then you spend more time, but uh, that's actually doing the work. But to really have that strong network, it doesn't take a lot of time, but you have to include it in your schedule. And uh, of course, at the beginning, you have to create that network, right? Those first few influencers. So what I would do is definitely select the people who you, you would love to connect with. It doesn't have to be a huge group. Just select today. You can go and select three people. Just start with three people you truly admire. See how you can best deliver value to them. As I said, some of those ideas are in the guide that I'm, I'm sharing with you guys today. Uh, so select one of those or come up with your own idea and see what, the re what results you get, what feedback. You continue stacking value on top of value and then track your progress. Because I'm not going to say that everybody you reach out to, everybody you support will then become a close connection. You might realize that in the end, you didn't have as much in common as you thought, right? Or they will actually not get back to you and not acknowledge you. It happens. You know, it happens. There are people out there who just don't check their social media or email or nothing. And, you know, you will never hear from them. And it's okay. So that's the time for you to, okay, so well, it didn't work out. I move on. Uh, and then really focus on that small group of people who can really help me. You still have to follow up, though. Is, uh, it's common that I see people, oh yeah, I tried. I tried, I sent my article. I pitched my idea to the podcast. They never got back to me. This doesn't work, right? But you never took the time to follow up. Yeah. So you should always, always expect to follow up in different ways. Sometimes people don't hear from you in one way. Email doesn't work. Reach out to them via social media, then LinkedIn, Facebook messages. Uh, send them a, a handwritten note. Is always follow up with people to make sure they're really hearing from you and getting your, uh, your message. Uh, many times people just don't see it, right? They're not aware of it. So you really have to make it a system, make it part of what you do every day in your business, and then just start small. Start with those three people, see how it goes, expand, and then you will have your top, top connections. What I have, I have a list of people. It has grown now, so it's approaching 40 people right now. But that said, those are the people I support every, uh, as much as I can. Every month I, I support them at least once. So I have the list printed in my bulletin board. Uh, here I see the names every day. Okay, what's going on with Christine? What's going on with Bob? You know, check what, what is it that they have that I can support. And then I take action. Uh, it doesn't take much, but it takes deliberate action. And it takes, you know, just being part of what you do in your business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And it's so powerful. And, you know, just 
when you scroll through social media, leaving a heart or yeah. a comment or just acknowledging that you've seen that they published their next podcast episode, for example, mm -hmm. and you let them know a takeaway or that you like what you liked about the episode, just giving that feedback right. and kind of getting on the radar is so important. Because if you think like you would be the person, how would you feel right. if somebody acknowledges your work, right? Even though you might have thousands of these posts or comments, it's still, I don't think it gets old. It still feels good to know that whatever you do delivers value to so many people. Of course. Yeah. And you, and you believe it or not, top influencers, even top influencers, don't get as many, uh, you know, heartfelt letters or emails uh, as often as you think. You know, you might think, oh, they get 100 a day. Not really. You know, if you take the time to write that letter where you express to them how their message has changed your life, you know, it might be something that they don't get often. Uh, maybe they get, a, you know, an email or a, a text message, nice work, but they don't really, you know, people don't take the time to yeah. really express exactly how it has changed your life. So if you really take the time, if you really care about the person, then you will see that they'll, they'll notice you and they, of course they'll want to help you. Yeah, I totally agree that, you know, we take so much for granted because it's there, right? The books exist, the podcast, <laughs> the shows, it's all there. But really taking the time to give a rating and a review for example, for the wonderful Beyond Influencer Marketing podcast mm -hmm. would be something that's really supportive and that makes you getting on the radar of Cloris and her wonderful Influencer Marketing Guide, which gives you 15 proven ways to be noticed by influencers is available at www.cloriskali.com slash heart sells. She created that especially for you as a listener. So thank you so much. Hop on over there and check it out. And yeah, also you find all to her social links on the show notes and the transcript. So you can read it, you can learn it, you can study it. You can highlight all the important golden nuggets that Cloris dropped today because this will make a difference in your business. And then when your business goes well, Obviously, you have more choices in life. <laughs> so thank you so, so much for having been here on Heart Sales Podcast. I really appreciate you sharing all your knowledge. Well, thank you, Christine. It's a pleasure. Well, I just loved these episodes with Cloris Kylie. And I know I say that every time I do an interview, but it is so, so true. You can really feel how my guests know their stuff. And I'm so excited because Cloris spent so much time in connecting and, and really going deep into influencer marketing. And this is such an important topic. And she shares her wonderful guide with us, influencer marketing guide with 15 proven ways to be noticed by influencers so that you start a relationship with them and grow your business. You can find that at cloriskiley.com slash hard sells, or you just hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and find the episode. And you have all the links to Cloris right there. The transcripts, the show notes, the three key points of this conversation. And thank you so, so much for tuning in. Once you are over at christineschlonsky.com and you found the podcast tab, sign up for the empowerment notes, get your empowerments and all the updates dates on Hard Sales Podcast into your inbox weekly. 
And whenever I have to share something amazing, there will be an extra empowerment note for you. But usually you get email from me about once a week. Have an amazing day wherever you are. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.